0: Thank you. My name is Rob
1: and I'm Harley and
0: welcome to Effie Musicians Man the show where we talk about being an independent artist the realities of the music industry and music news in general the show is called Effie Musicians Man
1: because it takes a certain type of Looney Tune to be a musician now that's not meant to be offensive in any way it's not a dig if anything we are more resilient and our lives are never boring
0: uh, today we are talking about dealing with stage fright while we interview Raiden Ahern a talented local musician from the Edmonton area
1: so, stage fright sucks, but that's okay. Uh, it affects almost every musician at every level, and there's lots of ways you can deal with it. Um, it's going to get real personal real fast, dude. <laughs> um, but how is stage fright affecting you?
2: When I got on stage for the first time and I looked up and saw all the eyes staring at me for the first time, was like, oh, I'm actually here.
1: Like, this is real. Yeah, this yeah. this
2: is very real. My hands got really, really, really warm, and then I like gripping the neck of the guitar. It was
1: did it get it, clammy. It,
2: it was vibrating. That's Shit. Saying,
1: yeah.
2: it, it wasn't the best experience, I guess. Is it, it was just all sudden. You had to be there, do give it yeah. your best, or your people are just gonna boo you, I guess. That's, you basically
1: just have to like power through it. Yeah,
2: that's what was going through my mind. Yeah, and you're not alone
0: in that either. Like I've dealt with it. Uh, you've dealt with it, Harley. It's. It really is something
2: that affects all of us.
1: Yeah. How did you get over your stage fright?
2: It was more of like a joint effort between other bands. As we progress through the different bands or like different shows, I'd go up to uh, one of their lead singers or something because he's main stage. He's always the one that gets all the attention. So I'd go up to him and be like, hey, I'm always nervous. I get anxious all the time. How do you deal with this when you're up there? And he's like, honestly, dude? Don't even look at the people. Just look straight ahead over them and be like, oh, that's a nice background. Get your mind off something else other than the people.
1: So, wait, wait, wait. You getting a name drop, though?
2: Yeah, actually, uh, one band in particular named We, me and Robbie played with them and actually went on tour with them. You came along with us. It was one hell of a time, dude. Oh, my God. But two dudes from there, Jason and Chris... Both gave me, like, really, really solid tips on how to get over it.
1: Yeah, what'd they say?
2: Well, be yourself on the stage. Have that stage presence of, damn, I'm playing this music. And yeah. don't even look at the crowd. Look above them.
1: Just look, over all their heads. <laughs> look
2: look at the distance. See what's out there. It gets your mind off of, like, oh, there's a ton of people there watching me. <laughs>
1: So now in the future, all well, I'm going to be thinking about when you're on stage is, like, you counting the ceiling tiles?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Already. I wonder what number reads
0: that, man. <laughs> is it 54? Like... Or, man,
2: even if you're at, like, a local, like, bar or something and they got a menu up there, read what's up there. It gets your mind off of the people.
0: Thank God for muscle memory or else you just stop playing. I was just oh, going to say, like,
1: soup. that's some serious talent, like, sitting there reading and, like, uh, yeah, at the same damn,
0: dude, Your brain's kind of insane, though. are like,
1: oh, chicken sandwich me. Yeah,
0: yeah I can't <laughs> do that. I do, I like enjoy what, like, when I'm trying to get over it, I look for funny things that are happening in the crowd that make me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: yeah, I'm, I think you could name a few. Oh, sure. yeah, I've
0: seen drunk people, like, wandering in and out of the mosque where they shouldn't be there, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> But I'm just, like, chugging along. The odd one out. Right? Uh, but yeah, everyone's got issues dealing with Sage, right? And, Uh, You're not alone in this. Uh, Adele throws up before every stage. Uh, The former lead singer of Sky left the band after a year because he couldn't deal with the fame and the pressures associated with it. Their tour bus was getting swarmed and he couldn't deal with it. So he stepped back and started doing production work with other singers and stuff like that until he tragically died. Rest in peace. I loved your work. Um, But yeah. Uh, Moving on after that twig dark note.
2: So... Who inspired you to pick up a guitar? To pick up a guitar? Man. I was 11 years old when I first thought of music as, like, I want to play that. Where I got it from was actually a, a friend when I used to go to church. Okay. He, uh, his name was Dustin Davidson. He he played the guitar pretty solidly, and it, it was a talent show at our high school, and I saw him just shredding it. Oh, nice. It was Pretty crazy to watch. Everyone just chewed them on. I'm sitting there and I'm like, Man, I really wanna do that. And yeah, like three years later, I'm sitting there playing the guitar in front of my my hometown, Big River, with like maybe six, seven hundred people at the time. We're just in a little gym and I'm sitting there playing it. And that that was the first incident of Stage Fright. And Damn. Just played then. Didn't even look up, just looked at my guitar and played. (laughs) That's awesome.
1: That seems like a Spongebob's kit, you know, where he's, he's got like a whole bunch of sweat going down his face. He's like, I can do this! Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. So as everybody can see, being a musician is a lot of fun. What's your favorite part of the job, dude?
2: Being able to get on stage and show music to people. Yeah? yeah. My thoughts on a guitar is displayed through the music, and I go out on stage and I just go ham. I have fun. I shake my head around like i'm just don't
1: care dude that's a crazy analogy for your personality yeah, it it's really like, is just like knowing you personally you're a man of few words <laughs> <laughs> and to think like uh, that you're basically just telling everybody what's on your mind through your riffs that is insane to me
0: that explains so much about you <laughs> oh my god moment
1: you're exposed get exposed <laughs> exposed,
0: exposed um but yeah being like you said being able to get up on stage so it's worth getting over the stage fright and finding coping mechanisms as long as it's good for you to work or, like it doesn't mess you up like you're doing nine rails of cocaine before you go on stage but i myself
2: have a shot at tequila
1: <laughs> i mean does it work
2: yeah it seems to work 100 <laughs> Like. percent. As like a person who used to drink a lot and not anymore, i go over there, ah, I'll have a tequila shot with the boys and then two drinks. That's got me feeling good enough to throw myself around on the stage <laughs> and still be able to play the music. You, you threw
0: yourself around off stage. <laughs> it happens. Yeah, it does. As long as your guitar stays in your hand, you're good. Oh,
1: Yeah, true.
0: <laughs> and uh, lots of people actually use alcohol uh, as a slight coping mechanism. Uh, most of Van Halen. Uh, was part of that and there's actually a lot of support groups out there for um musicians who want to be able to play sober and things like that and they guide you through playing your first sober show yeah that's really cool yeah so there's lots of tools for all kinds of different people out there whatever your advice if you need it if you prefer not to
1: you know what i'm having a thought here unrelated to what we're talking about i'm sorry (laughs) i gotta ask it while i'm thinking about it what was the weirdest fucking technical issue you guys have had both of you have had while while well, either playing a show or just on stage in general,
2: technical issue? Yeah. I have my pedals run out of battery. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it. you just hear me going, Hammond. And like the lead singer kind of like looked at me. He's like, I can't hear you. I'm like, I know. I'm sorry. I,
1: give me a, <laughs> a second. I'm working speaker. on it.
0: Yeah. Um, mine's, yeah, actually, cable's failing. Um, oh. Yeah, it happened at uh, the last drop in Revelstoke. And, yeah, uh, halfway through uh, the last song, or one of the final songs of the night, all of a sudden you can't hear my bass anymore, and I was like, huh. I looked down and tried to fidget with it for a second, and I couldn't get it. So I, like, hop back up, I'm like, well, okay, I'm just going to play like this now. <laughs> just make it and, look pretty. And, yeah, uh, Chris from Julio Cosm looked down right away, and he, like, disconnected and reconnected every game, and then it just turned on. What
1: a champ!
0: Yeah, right? Like, I, I think you actually have the video footage of me yeah. being like, oh, thanks, dude. Yeah, and I, yeah, I actually going. do. Yeah. Uh, So, I have a different question for you. How do you juggle being a musician uh, with your day job and the fact that you're a professional gamer?
1: Ooh! Uh, (laughs) That's
2: that's really hard to answer because it just flows. I don't know. I like that. You get up, you're like, man, I don't want to just lay here and look at the ceiling until I go to work. So, you just hop on a game, do a couple things, and you're like, ah. Got bored of that, hop on to another game, and oh, look at that, I got to go to work. Throw on some clothes, go to work for five, six hours, do what I have to do, come back, and yeah, next thing you know, I'm back on the games, or something just comes in my head as I'm coming home, like a normal riff. Yeah. I'll come home really quickly, play that really quick. Oh, that sounds neat. Put the guitar down, go back to gaming. Nice. You know what?
1: That's really cool. It would be cool to be a, like a fly on the wall in an aspect to like see that inspiration hit the minute that it oh, does. Yeah. Like, to see how it transcends, you know?
0: you start running home like a kid in the old <laughs> commercials on TV?
2: Kind of, but I get more, like, <laughs> grooving with it. I'll just... So there's a bounce in your step. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. You, you see me just, like, sluggish, kind of like how I normally walk. I don't really show a lot of emotion when I walk. And then all of a sudden you just, you see a little, <laughs> a little swig to my walk. You're like, what? So I gotta do it. Ah, it's because I have like a tone in my head. Something just popped in my head. I'm going to keep that going.
1: <laughs> Cars passing by are like, man, he's having a good time. <laughs> That's
0: how I try to do it. That's awesome. That's really awesome.
1: Got to ask you, what's the worst reality of the job for you?
0: Ooh. Besides COVID right now Uh,
1: yeah (laughs) we don't need to talk about that we're already talking about that all day every day everywhere you go
0: hey restrictions like how we're here right now we're doing a band practice right after this so (laughs) band practice or bands can practice
2: again i'll i'll take it
1: yeah hallelujah
2: right i don't really think there's a worst for me right now because i'm the type of dude that just vibes with anything (laughs) yeah Yeah, i'm super chill i've tried to find the best out of the shittiest Something like some drama's going down. It doesn't include me, I, dude. You'll just see me chilling. That's how I tried to do it. There's,
1: yeah, I did notice that.
2: Yeah, not a whole lot of restrictions on me right now. Well, besides, yeah, the COVID, like you yeah. just mentioned, but that
1: that doesn't
2: bother me to be honest. That's awesome.
1: I'm not satisfied, dude. There's yeah. some nitty gritty shit in there. <laughs> what didn't
0: even? Yeah.
1: What would anybody consider kind of like a? a downfall besides band drama well i guess that would be the worst
0: yeah it happens drama there's horrible fans stalkers crazy people
1: people trying to use
0: you, people trying to abuse you. financial stability i guess oh that's that's kind of
2: rough
1: right now yeah Yeah, that's that's a really good one
0: that's a really good point
1: Um, i am well satisfied thank you (laughs) no
0: i get i get it um it's rough right now when you can't play shows and like the biggest sort like 90% of your income is just gone. Yeah. But well, and
1: like unless you have a website to sell all your merch and stuff, like well, it's a lot harder.
0: Even then, like nothing you do, like merch, streaming, whatever, is gonna compare to what you'd make uh, from a night. Like a really good like Saturday night crowded bar. So that's just, you're right, it, it hurts right now.
1: Mm-hmm. True.
0: I, I wasn't expecting to reflect on COVID, but hey, here we are. <laughs> um, I'm gonna do another mass
2: pivot. At what point in your life
0: did you consider yourself a musician?
2: The point where I started getting recognized out there.
1: Yo. When I insane.
2: like yeah, it's it's pretty crazy to hear that go off too, because like people, like you don't know who I am, right? I'll be working, all of a sudden, like someone walks up to me and sees a Part of a merch that I was wearing, like that hat that we went to that concert oh, to yeah, with yeah. conviction and all those other people. Yeah, there was one person that was there apparently, and they saw me hanging out. I had the hat on, I walked over, was just doing my own job at Costco, like an everyday work job. And he walks over, he's like, That's a sick hat. Did you go to that concert? I'm like, Yeah, I was just hanging out with, with conviction, my bros. And he's like, but you, Did you play with a band? I'm like, Yeah, I was with castles. You're like, Wait, you're raiding. Like, oh
1: my god my no god. way yeah i was, dude, i, awesome.
2: I kind of stood there like wait you you know me he's like yeah i saw you play with rob and everyone else oh guy. my
1: god i talked is so to
2: cool. oliver and aj's one of my best bros he's like with with conviction i'm like yeah, yeah dude that's pretty sick anyway like what are you doing he's like i just want to say hi and like see if you actually knew that band that, the hat you're wearing i'm like yeah i do i was with them that's awesome man
1: I, i've never heard that story yeah, that, I is, know that, that story. like blew my mind holy shit yeah it
2: was pretty surreal experience actually when ref, I, Fist bump. when i was walking away from him i kind of like stopped it was like turned around had to do a double take on it like wait that just happened <laughs> that was it so and it wasn't
1: stopping us now <laughs> so
2: it
0: didn't sink in for you until you got recognized yeah but so it was just like a really good hobby <laughs> pretty much
1: <laughs> well i mean like how long have you been playing dude
0: I have been playing
2: since I was like 10 and a half.
0: So it's just been a part of you, but you never considered yourself like a professional musician. Yeah, I didn't uh, consider okay.
2: myself like actually good or not p- good Dear professional. Dude, you rock! Until I was like in a band and finally got my name out there. That's when I finally considered myself. Because we sure I had like had a guitar or something like that, but like I didn't consider myself a really good musician then. I just knew how to play guitar. That's uh, what I thought myself.
1: Oh, okay. You,
2: you knew how to play guitar pretty well. Too
1: modest, man. Too <laughs> modest. <Very. laughs> uh Tell us about your time in BC with castles. Do
2: You want everything about it?
1: We want all of it.
2: You all want it. all the details?
1: Fill it! The first, I want all of it! The
2: first day was a roller coaster of emotions for me. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: It... On our way there I was I couldn't sleep. I was up and down. I needed food. I needed to go for a walk. I needed sleep. Like I was just all over the place. Once we got there, I my, I was shaking. My yeah. hands were all over the place. I went to talk to some of the bands. See like hey like hey man, what's up? You guys just get here? Yeah. Which band are you? I'm like Castles. Oh sick. stoked to play with you. I'm like, yeah. Right on. And then I just go walk around. Keep myself busy cuz I if I stayed still, I look around I'm like shit. <laughs> the memories started going... So, not memories, the thoughts would go through. Like, your amps.
0: stage fright's, like, really kicking off at yeah, this
2: point. it's going ham. And after we got on the stage, I kept myself busy. I kept doing checks on my amps, make sure everything was fine. Playing the show was unreal. Halfway through that, my nerves just shot through the roof. Really? I could instantly feel myself just shaking from, mm-hmm. like, people watching me. But, like... At, one point seeing that like feeling that was almost made me want to throw up really i had to hold that in and then once <laughs> i got over that little part i looked up saw everybody do a little mosh pit.
1: <laughs> everyone yeah. was enjoying yeah. the
2: music i'm like okay hey, never mind this is actually kind of dope
1: so that's what kind of helped you a little bit was seeing people enjoy it yeah. yeah
2: having a good time and then after the show was done none of you guys know this but like I ran to that very back bathroom there and threw up. Yeah, like we just were like after like a few minutes as we got off stage, had gingers. We were like, "Oh shit, where's Raiden?" No, I w- I was in the back throwing up because I was like holding onto the the toilet, shaking. Damn, just dude. Taking deep breaths, making sure I don't throw up anymore. Cause yeah, it was it was kind of scary being out there like that. Yeah.
1: For all of you listeners, we happen to come back to Alberta from tour and go months and months without hearing this story. We just learned right before the podcast to be honest. But hey,
0: stage fright affects everyone in different ways, right? But you're not like I said, you're not alone. There's lots of people you fit, you got coping
2: mechanisms and you kill it. Yeah, that that was the first day. But that was like
0: a it was kind of a trial
2: by fire for you then. Yeah, then the second day. That was pretty exhilarating went to Kamloops at a pizza pie place free pizza not really free pizza but it was discounted some booze that that was a good time like it was so small there's like just us bands having a good time I wasn't even nervous at all I was just stoked to play in a little room with a bunch of bands and my my boy Merrick was there he loves the music that we played
1: hi Merrick
2: (laughs) hey dude we were it was a good time Oh, my
1: God. No, wait, 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 wait. The guy, the drunk-ass guy that came into Pizza Bar. I forgot
2: about that. I
1: did not. I can't get it out of my head.
2: Yeah. Tell uh... us. He was kind of interesting. I I was there for, like, five, ten minutes of that, and then I was like, this is kind of crazy. Like, I will apologize to the guy that was, like, the other band that was there with us, because I didn't get to see them. That's when I was like, all right, uh, I was just oh, kind of yeah. getting crazy. Merrick also wants to do something, so I went with him and left after that. But yeah, that drunk guy was something else. Was he, like, throwing on the table and stuff? Yeah, he
0: just saw a punk show going on inside a piece of place and just moshed out, like, throwing himself on tables. And...
1: He threw himself at the singer. Who was on stage at that point? Uh, a Periscope? No.
0: Yeah, it must have been a Periscope because Chili guys were off stage, yeah, and they were the ones that, like, kicked him out, like, right away. <laughs>
1: That was insane. This guy tried to like run into the street like full traffic and everything and we're trying to like wrangle this guy outside of a punk show. It's like he is three sheets to the wind. I haven't seen anybody that gone in like ever. (laughs) I'm like yo you still on this planet dude like (laughs) please don't get run over. We can't. No please. I can't see that. I don't want that to happen to you. (laughs) Yeah, that was
2: pizza pie.
1: And the third night?
2: The third night, Revelstoke. That <laughs> one was tiring, very tiring.
1: Really? Wow.
2: At the end there when we got on stage, I was just like, thank God that we <laughs> did that show. Like I was worn out. I I don't know, my feelings were all over the place. I just Right. Never done this before. First time doing a tour, so I'm yep. worn out by the third day. I was played it my all, gave it my best, but then, it's just, I don't know, Rebel Stokes, not to hate on their system and all, but their uh, volumes were a little hard to play. So there's times I messed up, I let that get to my head. And it just worried me a lot, but then after the night was over, and we woke up the next day, I was like, success. That was pretty good. I'm kind of happy with what that did, but there were some flaws. You get some, you lose some.
0: That's about it. Okay. Yeah. So how did that experience compare to, say, like, eight months later when you're playing like a venue, you've already played that before and things like that?
2: It Like, how was it different for you? A lot smoother. After the the tour we did, I just knew what to do.
1: Muscle memory. Yeah, Yeah,
0: and getting that experience on stage and everything. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Um, when I first started and I realized I wanted to be a musician, I knew I had to get used to singing on stage, so I hit karaoke every weekend for, like, a year, <laughs> <laughs> like, at different bars across the city and out to Fort Saskatchewan and stuff like that, but it got me really comfortable singing on stage, right, and that's how, I... you
1: You kind of got to just do it.
0: Yeah, right, that's why, like, if you're a band starting out and you don't know how it's going to go or how you're going to be received, start a few open mic nights, until you get more comfortable and like we've even seen it at open mic nights when we did the uh, zerkranica show we played one there yeah and like we were good on stage it was good i could see your nerves are kicking you a little bit i
1: was shaking too my voice was shaky that was hard to power through
0: but you did it you still sounded great and then um, we saw other people that were that you you could tell they've been on stage 20 years no issues no problems and then there were other kids and it was their very first time and they're super nervous and they can only get through one song but you cheer them on the best you can and yeah try to help them give them the best most positive experience you can and that's part yeah. of the growing process
1: yeah i don't understand how hecklers can be like like i understand hecklers to a certain point like if if it seems yeah. like they really don't have their shit together like i'm not ever gonna do that because i know what it feels like to be on stage but like why people feel the need to make the people up on stage feel even smaller is, like, I will never wrap my head around Right, and,
0: and like, it's funny thing, too, like, industry-wise, I don't think I've ever even, like, any kind of music show I've been to, I've ever heard someone get booed. I've heard silence.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's almost harder. No,
0: it's all good. You can tell when you're just, like, playing at a bar that's not, like, your usual scene. Like, you could be, like, a punk band in, like, a country bar or something like that. That's not your usual scene. You get a few cheers, but, like, usually it's, like, cricket, cricket. Yeah. But, like, that's just, yeah.
1: The realities.
0: The realities of it. That's all good. All right, so here's a pivoting question for you.
1: Another pivot, wow.
0: Yeah, there's so many here. It's like I didn't plan out the questions and how to make them flow properly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so how has your music taste evolved? It could be
2: what you play or what you listen to or both. From what starting point? From when I started playing music to now? See. Okay, so when I first started <laughs> into listening to music, it was from my mom. So I listened to Def Leppard. Poison. oh damn that's a yeah. good start Hold yeah it. that's that's who i vibed with when i was a kid so i was like hell yeah photograph disturbia not disturb you uh hysteria there we go i'm so jealous <laughs> that's that's the type of music i'm I not to. my and dad then,
1: had good music taste <laughs> i
2: was raised on like
0: beethoven and,
1: <laughs> and i'm ian, so sorry for yeah that.
0: and ian tyson <laughs> <laughs> no. like Oof. uh uh, my friends had to tie me down in a chair and be like, No more country. This is Green Day. <laughs> this is our Lady Peas. <laughs> Learn to love it.
1: This is Sum forty One.
0: Oh, I was I was into that. I had already switched sides by that point. When they came out, that was that was a good time.
1: <laughs> okay. Raiden yeah. continue.
2: So it was vibing with them and then right about two to three years later, I got a hold of Metallica. Megadeth, Ooh. Slayer, there it is, and then after that it just exploded. Around 2015, I got into Amana Marth, cool. Arch Enemy, Trivium. Yeah. I started getting into those bigger bands. It was pretty crazy. And yeah, now I'm just like universal. Besides country, I hate. To say <laughs> it, I hate to say it. Like I like country. Don't get me wrong. But very, very few songs I like.
1: Yeah, it has to be like the few select songs i'm with you on that like i normally just country sounds like nails on a chalkboard to me like if it's a little bit too (laughs) twangy i'm just like no i'm out i can't even listen to the lyrics i don't want to hear this nope (laughs) it's
0: not all bad (laughs) alone on that one cool (laughs) uh so what is the best advice you would give your younger self knowing what you know now? Just do it.
1: Yeah.
2: Fuck, oh, good answer.
1: Wow. I
0: had
2: a lot of things in my head that I'm like, man, what if what if I don't can't do this? What if I don't learn know how to learn this? I'm like, don't even worry about that,
1: man. Just do it. Man, I wish you're I lot, had that. You're <laughs> a lot
2: more capable of what you think you are. That's I had my mom and a bunch of other family members tell me that. I couldn't learn crazy trade when I was 16. I couldn't play crazy trade. By then, I have like almost five and a half, six years of experience. If you like Wow. Yeah, it's like, what? then No, my my uncle, his name is Les, Uncle Les. He comes up, he's like, do you want to play that? I'm like, no, it's too hard. I don't (laughs) even know where to start. He's like, no, just do it, man. You can do it. You think it's hard, but just get the patterns down, and you can hammer it down. I'm like, oh okay next thing you know i'm eight and a half hours into my bedroom learning this riff
1: so oh wow so it's like that like you'll never be ready just do it holy shit yeah wow yeah that just is
2: gotta have an easy set of easy mindset on that i like All that right. i like oh, that a lot good, good answer
1: okay would younger raiden be proud of present raiden's yes
2: 100 percent.
1: yeah and what would it be
2: the progress that I have made through a guitar.
1: Yeah.
2: Younger self, when I first picked up that guitar, and like even two to three years into it, younger self was like, "This thing is awkward to hold."
1: It this, really is. This is.
2: Yeah, this is weird. It's I'm still trying to get used to this. My fingers still kill me. Thirteen years later, playing guitar, I could pick up guitar for nine hours. And my fingers will be fine. I can hold it like no problem. My shoulders don't get sore. Younger me, it was a pain in the ass to hold a guitar or like a strap around your neck because it just hurt Your shoulders hurt your back hurts. You don't you just develop an arch in your back because you're leaning with it but now If I was my 13 year old self and saw who I am today on stage, I had jaw-dropping
1: That's awesome. The differences That's so cool. and, And expanding on that back to the future style Older you going to visit younger you, to to tell you telling you what you've achieved. Think about like your reaction as your younger self. What would that be?
2: Disbelief. Really? Right away. Like no, really? you're not me. I don't yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're Like no, there's. I don't <laughs> want your candy, stranger danger. <laughs> like, you pretty much, I'd be looking at myself like, there's no way that's me. Really? There's no way I'd be able to get to that point. of Because, well, now, just getting to the personal stuff, I had FAS, fetal alcohol syndrome, oh, which shit. affected my hand-eye coordination a lot as a kid. Really? Yeah. Okay. I didn't play games a lot because of that. Wow. Because I'd look at the screen, and then I'd get lost in the screen, and my character would just stop. I'd be like, what? oh, i got to do something, right? Oh, I couldn't okay. do that. It wasn't until I moved over to, like, Provost, which was now six years ago, when I actually started to game, because by then I was 16, 17. My brain has developed a little bit. I oh, matured okay. a lot. Yeah. That's when I actually started gaming, because I could do it. I could do it a lot better than I could. Wow. Good, I didn't know that, dude. Yeah, that's just a little more personal stuff. But then, now it's a lot oh. easier, I mean, because I'm 23 years old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've matured a lot, and it's all easier now.
1: Oh, I've got is super cool. worked
2: over that FAS. I just told myself, oh. I don't have that. Don't let your brain fool you. Doctors try to prescribe me medicine for it. I'm like, no, it's just going to fuck with me more. Why would I want that? Okay.
1: So mind over matter? Pretty much. That is insane. Yo. it worked
2: work for you. Yeah. You're a professional gamer with Rocket League now. Yeah. It's <laughs> come a long ways from not playing games to all of a sudden wanting to play games.
1: That is that is so inspirational, I got to say. Good
2: Thank job. You. Good job. Uh, so, oh, real quick
0: before we start to wrap things up here, huh? we referenced this in the last show. We almost forgot. What other artistic talents would you have? Do you paint?
2: <laughs> <laughs> and what would you paint? Did you
1: paint anything for us today?
2: I did paint, yes. I took two courses. Really? Oh, $150 each. It was pretty pretty decent. They were eight-hour-long courses, and it was in this community art center. In oh, cool. It was pretty dope. Um, basically, the first course was getting to know your imagination. Oh, wow. It's just put ideas that represent you up there, and then once oh, okay. you do that, you're just, like, evolved into that, evolved okay. out of that. Yeah. It's like thinking outside the box. Yep. Just do that. Then after that, we just put that into perspective, put it onto art, paint. Do something with it. So my mind was more because I'm Aboriginal. I like that tr- tribal stuff. I painted uh, like war markings almost all over the, the the canvas. Oh, that's really cool. It it almost looked like multiple faces all over the, the paper. And then because of my abstract, unique side that I keep to myself, not a lot of people know this. It just had like a spiral of explosions. Wow, like, cool. Boom, spiral, spiral of just colors. Colors that i like, okay, I know what this is, know what this is. I'm also colorblind, so I can't really see.
1: <laughs> so you just like dipped your paintbrush into it's, anything that you saw? Explosions
2: of black and white. <laughs> kind of. I, no, it was more, it was more like, like
1: pink, pink everywhere.
2: As, as I was going into this, another little side thing about this, as I was going into this, I had my instructor go like, hey, I'm partially colorblind, can you label some colors for me? that's what he did oh on, okay on top of little circles of paint they were just, had the name so i just sit there okay well I, this would look cool like that so i did that and now i my instructor was mind blown at the spiral and he was like how did you do that and i'm like just let your brain flow and then he's like damn that's a really good way of putting it how old were you when you did this course 16 oh okay that's really awesome you're
0: a really talented dude
1: would you stop flirting? I thought you were gonna go. I thought you were
0: gonna go into the second thing. Oh my god! I'm Not no. Uh, so on that note, <laughs> wow! Thanks for that. Uh, this has been great, my dude. Uh, thanks so much for coming up on the show. You can oh, follow yeah. more of Raiden as he's now a guitarist of Zerkronika. He's Woo! a professional gamer of Rocket League, and he's just
2: a stand-up dude. Raiden, tell him where to go to find you. I have an Instagram at Sugar Ray Six. I have Snapchat if need be, but that's on personal information. If you want to get that, <laughs> Facebook, Raiden Cook, that YouTube. That's pretty much it. All right.
1: Is it Raiden Cook on YouTube? Yeah,
2: it's it's the same thing on YouTube as Facebook. Raiden Cook. What's your cool. gaming channel? Oh, my gaming channel. That's <laughs> that's on Instagram as well, and I it's under Corn Chowder.
1: chowder corn chowder. chowder. Corn
2: Chowder with two r's. <laughs> it's a little awkward to spell.
1: Can you spell it for us? C
2: O R R N C H O W A, Corn chowder. (laughs) (laughs) On that note. Good stuff. That's it for today. We
0: upload once a week. Next episode, we'll be talking about everyone attached to the music industry and what most professional musicians are doing behind the scenes.
1: Good stuff. Good chat. Thank you, Raiden Ahern.
0: Thank you for having
2: me. It was a blast. Stay safe, everyone. Wash your masks. Wash your hands. Bye.